$200. A Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. This is Super NES uh, Podcast uh, coming back to you again after a short hiatus. Uh, I'm Greg. He is George. Uh. That is me. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of a relevant thing to say that is relevant to this game. Oh, I can. Uh, this is, um, you know, this is our la This is our this is our final episode of the year. Ha ha. Um, uh, our- okay, we'll shut down the podcast. <laughs> uh, our next episode is going to be a special. Um, but so this is the last game episode we're covering uh, this year. So, but. Uh, Yep, and uh, we are covering another Final Fantasy game, uh, like by Pro George's request. Uh, Final Fantasy V this time around, another another game that at least originally was Japanese only. Uh, unlike some other games that cover this podcast, this one has gotten released in the West numerous times since then. But you know, at least the original 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 Super Famicom release was Japanese only for reasons for reasons that we'll talk about here in this podcast. So um, the Japanese are they don't want to release their good stuff to us. Uh, it's more complicated than that. <laughs> I don't know. I like my story better. Uh, but yeah, so we've covered yes, yeah, so we've covered some of the Final Fantasy games before, both in the, both in this podcast and also on the PlayStation and PlayStation Power podcast. So uh, we've covered four. We've uh, four. We've, four. Like we covered uh, a ten. We've covered uh, Final Fantasy a Mystic Quest. We've covered also. Wait, when did we cover ten? Um. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, not ten. Um. What was that? Um, no, uh, eight. Eight. Yes. Yep. You're right. Sorry. Eight. Um, and there was also another Final Fantasy uh, hit, uh, phone game whose name I can't remember like right now that we also covered. Uh, <laughs> I, There's I, more than one phone game. Yeah, for I know. Fantasy. Yeah, I know. We covered one of them. Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, on the PSP podcast. I, I just can't remember the name, the name of it like right now. So, but. Um, oh, are you thinking of? Uh, um... What is it? Final Fantasy... Oh, jeez. It's the tower defense game. What is yes. <laughs> Chris, Crystal Defenders or whatever? That sounds about right, yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so what made you want to pick this um, uh, this game out of the out of the, um, out of the big, huge series, George? Uh, because it's a good game, man. It's on the Super Famicom. Well, it's an interesting game. I'll give it that much. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Final Fantasy V is an interesting game. Uh, let's cover some basic release, uh, uh, some basic release, um, uh, release information first. It originally came out in Japan back in December of 1992. And as I mentioned before, the game's gotten several releases again since then. Um, the first time we got here in the West... Was when a translated version of the game was like made available um, as part of the Final Fantasy um, uh, collection, um, uh, 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 along of uh, um, uh, along with like Final Fantasy IV and Final Fantasy VI. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, Final Fantasy, yeah, sorry, that was in Japan. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Anthology was how we got here in North America. I, you know, I always get those two like uh, mixed up. So. Um, yeah, this game is good. Final Fantasy VI. That's right. Final Fantasy Collection had a uh, had a Final Fantasy IV and Grand Chrono Trigger on it. So I'm always getting those two mixed up. But anyway, yeah, that came out here in North America in 1999, uh, one year after that. Uh, uh, one year after that, originally got released um, in Japan, and then finally three years later, 2002, Europe got it. So that was the first time that the game got released in PAL lands as well. So. Um, then there was another enhanced version of the game that was uh, a, a game that was made available on GBA in 2006 for Japan, North America, and 2007 for uh, uh, like for Europe. So um, 
The games, uh, the games also gotten released. To, uh, the games also gotten released in Virtual Console uh, and, um, on both uh, um, on the Wii, the Wii U, and the and 3D and the 3DS. Uh, uh, but all three of those versions were the were the Super NES versions. So therefore, it's like Japan only. So. Um, the games also. The game also has been. Uh, um, uh, the version of the game that was included in Final Fantasy Anthology was also made available on the PSN, uh, PlayStation Network, 2011, and then later on, the third remake of the game came out for Android and iOS in 2013, and that's the version that. Um, and that's the version of the game that was later on that was later on ported to ported to Windows, and that's the version. And that's the version of the game that's currently available on Steam, uh, and that got released in 2015. So. Nope. Uh, so, like, so, like, so, like, so, like, so, beyond the original game, there's three full remakes um, of the game, and I do have some experience playing all three versions. So I can talk about, uh, so I can talk about a little, uh, a little bit about the, about the, about the differences, like as we get into it. But um, this game being the same system as Final Fantasy IV and VI has a lot in common with Final Fantasy IV and VI. Um, you know, it's the, an RPG. Yep. Uh, still uses, still uses the active, still uses the active time battle system. Uh, the graphics, the fonts, uh, the overall, the overall look and feel of the game—it's all the same. So I mean, it's very similar to how the, uh, um, uh, like, so the games, so how the game plays is very similar to four and six. The differences of the game is what the actual gameplay entails, uh, because this game is most famous uh, for being the first game in the series to do something known as the job system, uh, which has been used in at least one version or another in numerous Final Fantasy games since then. So. Um, Are you sure this is the first one that used the job system? Yes. Yep. This is. Um, was it? I thought it was uh, Final Fantasy Three. Final Fantasy Three. No? Final Fantasy Three used it, but it wasn't called a job system. Final Fantasy Three's version of it was a little bit different, um, in the sense that in the sense that Final Fantasy Three, you didn't have um, like you didn't have as much control over your like over your characters' classes as you did in this one, um, and there weren't mm. you know and there weren't quite as many advantages. Uh, uh, also, the fact that you know the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy three you had to, you had to change jobs. Uh, Final Fantasy five it's more optional. You can choose you know when you want to go ahead and do that because if you want to leave your guys default, you can. There's no reason you know the game doesn't force you to you know the game you know the game is um, you know the game doesn't force you to change it. So, but um, I mean, if you don't yeah. use a, a job different than the the base one you're missing yeah. out on a lot of really cool abilities you are yes I'm, I'm saying you can do it so but yeah so yeah so yeah so uh i don't know but so so i don't think so i don't think it was called a job system for job system about fantasy 3 it might have been but this is definitely you know this is definitely like a very vastly improved version a version uh, a version of that so um do you want to do you want to describe the listeners, uh, 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 the listeners uh, quickly, George, in case you're not familiar with it, what the job system like entails? Uh, different jobs that do different things. So the job system is, uh, if you've ever played uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, it's like that. Um, mm-hmm. yep. You have a bunch of jobs that you can swap over to, and they have different things that they're good at, such as uh, the monk. The monk doesn't uh, use any uh weapons just their fists uh they're speedier and uh they don't uh they can only wear like lighter armor um in this game there's a berserker that just goes crazy and just wails on enemies and you can't really control them um so that's great uh like i said there's different things there's a bunch of magic ones Mm -hmm. and they all do different things and then what's so great about the job system is that uh, you can carry over these learned abilities when you level up a job. Uh, the abilities you learn uh, expand over time. And then what happens is if you swap to another job, you can select one ability to bring over to the current job that you have assigned to a character, which is really nice. So a combination that I did for a little bit was I leveled up someone's monk and then I changed them to uh, a white mage and I gave them the ability to um, fight with their bare fists. So mm. I had a bare-fisted white mage mm. no. that was just like doing a lot of physical damage. Right. And then when yeah. someone needed healing, they had the white magic. But you can also do a thing like, eh, say someone's a thief, and you give them uh, the white the white mage ability, and then they can uh, heal people with magic. Right. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, there's a uh, yeah. The beauty system, the, the beauty system, is, the, the system, the, the system, like just all the customization that's available to you. Because uh, there are 22 jobs in this version of the game. I say this yes. version. Uh, I, I say that, I say this version of the game because later versions, um, uh, your later version of the game uh, add uh, um, add four additional classes for 26. So, uh, but this one. Uh, but this, but this, this is 22. Some of them are the same jobs that you can pick from Final Fantasy III, such as like the blue, uh, um, you know, the black mage, white mage, thief, etc. Uh, some that are new uh, to the series, making their appearance for the first time. The blue mage, time mage, uh, uh, like the mime. Um, so, and they all have their pros and cons. So yeah, the mime. <laughs> yep. The 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 mime can't be very useful. We can't be, uh, um, you know, useful, uh, useful if used. Uh, I. Um, you know, if used like in the correct way, um, just so weird. Yeah, it, yes, it is a weird class. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you, uh, you you have to acquire crystal shards to be able to gain access to these classes, um, and then once you have access to it, you start to get a new, um, a different type of experience known as ability points, like AP, um, and then like you know as you accumulate AP, uh, you get enough AP like you can gain job levels. Um, and you can like you know like uh, change your jobs or, or add on skills or whatnot, and the amount of uh, like the required amount of experience, the required amount of experience increases after each job level. So, um, oh, yeah. and very important to note, AP and job levels do not transfer over from class to class. So make sure you're finished with that class before you move over, or otherwise, or otherwise you're gonna suck. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, mixing in mixing in a little bit of magic is very very useful because you know, uh, um, to, to especially especially some of the boss fights, having characters who know how to do like basic basic spells like heal and slow and whatnot can be like very handy. So, and you know, it also helps spread out some of your characters to kind of keep their MP intact for some of your like pure magic users. So, um, you know, and of course the characters also have special, um, you know, special like you know, abilities that, that George, that, that, um, you know, George, that, uh, that George just mentioned before that, that can be transferred over from job to job. Um, you know, for example, like, you know, um, um, oh, what's a good one? Uh, the thief, oh, the thief, they, 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 uh, they can learn a caution skill, uh, which prevents enemies from attacking you from behind. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's a lot of. Requires a lot of work, but it's a, uh, um, you know, but it's a very like rewarding system. So you know, definitely allows you to be able to mix and match your characters as hours as you want to. So because uh, the character only, uh, 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 because yeah, because the characters themselves, there's, um, you know, there's um, there's only five, you know, so there's only like five main playable like playable characters, and, um, and you can only have four of them in your party at like at one time. So, um, so. Um, so using, uh, yeah, uh, so those characters, you know, like you know, like, like typical Final Fantasy, uh, you know, like typical Final Fantasy game, they kind of like you know come and go in your party, you know, at various times, uh, like the, the game, like whatnot. So, um, but uh, uh, there's also a few of the characters. This, there's also a few of the characters. The characters this game introduces have been uh, who are uh, who have made uh, who have made uh, appearances in other Final Fantasy games. Uh, such as the final boss in this game, like X Death, he's shown up like some of the games, um, which is an amazing name. Yes, uh, and also perhaps the most famous character, but the character like this game, because he's been used in numerous games after this point, uh, Gilgamesh. Yes, yeah. Uh, who in this game is comic relief, but <laughs> uh, in later games, such as like Final Fantasy XIV, he is a serious boss who can give you a lot of a lot of grief. So, yeah, uh, but. Uh, um, also, uh, also appropriately, um, the, one of the best songs for this game, probably, I, I, um, you know, probably the best music, probably the most recognizable musical piece from this game, uh, like the Battle of the Bridge, uh, which, uh, which is music that plays while you're facing on Gilgamesh. So, uh, it's a great musical piece. Uh, Uematsu, of course, is all the music, uh, like this game, of course. Um, yep. but, uh, um, it's a good soundtrack. I kind of think... I don't have the same love for as I do with other Final Fantasy, um, you know, Final Fantasy games, but you know, but you know, like always, you know, it's a very like top-notch soundtrack. So, um, you know, definitely fits the tone of the game like very well. So, um, the story itself is kind of a pretty, uh, yeah, 
and the story itself is like it tries to be kind of like a deep game there's a lot of, like you know like you know there's a whole lot of like you know backstory uh, backstory backstory whatnot and it presents it you know and it presents the story in a very like final fantasy-ish uh, typical typical way but um I just never, yeah, I just never got grip out of the story of this game. I, I kind of think it's kind of like a, kind of like, you know, shallow story that kind of relies upon like a whole lot of tropes and doesn't really do a lot to engage the player, at least not to the very end of the game. So, uh, I mean, the story is fine for what it is, but I, I just never cared for it very much. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, George? Because, um, you know, like, um, I never really like enjoy the, you know, I never really like enjoyed the, the job system in this game, but what do you think about the story overall? Um, it kind of just feels basic. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe they kind of worked more on like changing up how the game plays compared to the the games before. So yes, than like working too much on the story because it it kind of feels like the first game and oh, what was the other one? Part of it feels like the first game because you're doing all the crystals and everything. Right. You're going around. Um, and then the other part of it's just like, uh, what was it? The princess was captured and. Right. Yeah. All that stuff. So it's kind of just like, eh. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the the part that had more work put into it was definitely the. Um, the job system. Yeah, the job yeah. system and, and all that. Yeah. Because there is a lot to it. Yes, there is. So, but they would definitely. Yeah, so, uh, side note, this was the last time, uh, this, was the la this was the last Final Fantasy game for a while uh, that actually featured crystals because crystals were, uh, crystals were very pro uh, prominent and important part of all the, uh, part of, like, all the early, uh, early Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy games. Um, and after this game, they didn't make a, you know, they didn't make a reappearance again until Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah. So, uh, the characters also, I kind of feel the same way like about the story. I mean, like being only five characters, there should be that means they should be pretty deep. There should be like a lot, there should be like a lot of room here to be able to like you know to custom you know to be able to explain their background, their motivations, who they are as people, see them grow during the game, that kind of stuff. Uh, they do that a little bit with the main character Bart's, but you know everybody else kind of like you know just like feels flat. You know the characters. I just don't feel they did a very good job, uh, um, you know, a very good job of the characters in this game either. It kind of goes hand in hand with the story, so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have much to add on to what you said, honestly. <laughs> um, I think sometimes you go in more depth the, than I do. <laughs> um, this is also this is also a difficult game. This is probably, um, you know, I think this. Yes. Game, you know, I think this game's harder than like four and six, uh, uh, definitely. So I think uh, the reason why it's difficult is because they want you to use the job system and like yes, figure yeah. out some really right. good combinations that you can use. Yes, because um, even e like even early on in the game, like when you get to the the area for the second crystal, I think it's mm -hmm. like yeah, that's really difficult. Uh, it was really difficult, like like the first uh, big dungeon type area i right, guess it wasn't yeah. that big but like when you get to when you're trying to climb the mountain to get up there that uh that whole area well the beginning area was all right when you get past like what was it the second or third cave like it definitely was pretty hard so this is probably a game that you want to grind uh levels generally but also mm. like jobs and figure out like what you want to do and then come up with a plan. Yes, you're grinding for two reasons in this game. Like you're grinding to gain XP, like you're like also grinding to gain AP. So, yep. um, well, technically three ways because you're grinding to figure out like what works well and what you need to do. Oh, and, true. Like, yeah. How, yeah, yeah so, you know, yeah. you're trying to figure out how you want to play. Uh, this game also, this game also, like Final Fantasy, uh, this game also, like, like Fantasy, like Final Fantasy Four and Final Fantasy Six, has two worlds in it. Uh, so you can like travel between like both worlds, uh, like as the gameplay goes on. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, but but yeah, uh, that uh, that final uh, that final set of boss fights with the uh, uh, boss fights is like the end of the game with X Def and Neo X Def. If you're not prepared for that and you're not the right classes, that's almost possible fight. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that's a really difficult set of boss fights. Maybe you, maybe. 
I have to think about this. It may be the hardest boss set in the final, I mean, like the whole series. Um, because, you know, because of that job system, uh, job system, like, 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 prepared well enough, it's not that bad. But if you go in with the right, you know, but if you go in not strong enough or, or, or not the right classes, sometimes even like classes that serve you very well throughout the game, there's, there's, there's not a good fit for that. Uh, um, fit, um, there's, 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 just not a good fit for that boss fight, unfortunately. So yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Square did learn that. I mean, I mean, Square did learn their lesson. Final Fantasy Tactics. That final boss fight is at least is at least beatable by no matter who, what you have. But um, I mean, rule of thumb, it's kind of good to like have a variety, but not spread yourself too thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want at least one mage and. Uh, a couple of people that do physical damage and maybe some people that are maybe faster or something like that. Right. But, yeah. uh, yeah, like, it's it's still crazy trying to get, like, wrapping my head around, like, time mage and mm. blue mage. Um, like, I understand the general idea, but, like, I don't know. Blue mage, like, I'm having trouble learning, um... Uh, just like spells from any monster for some reason it doesn't work for me <laughs> maybe I'm doing it wrong but I, I don't know yeah right so but uh, yeah so um, so and because so because of the high difficulty and because of the uh, the need to grind a bit more in this game this game than Final Fantasy games this tends to be like a longer game than many of the games in the series um the average gameplay time online seems to be consensus of about like 60 hours, uh, give or take, to get through this game uh, because of that. So, you know, you did, you, um, you know, <clears throat> the later games help with this a little bit. They're not quite as grindy, but uh, um, I mean, but for right now, we're still talking about the original game. So, yeah, yeah. Um. So this was also this was also because of the fact that Square did not bring this game over to the West for a long time. This is I also remember this being I also remember this being one of the very first Super NES games that I saw translated. Um, you know there was a um, you know, there was a fan translation of this game available way back as early as like oh god um, ninety six I remember seeing it maybe like um, you know maybe even earlier. So wow yeah so this has been this has been this has been translated for quite a. Translated, translated for quite a long time because I originally played this on the on the translated or translated ROM before the uh, before the uh, be, uh, be, uh, be, before the PlayStation version came out. So right, right. But uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, uh, other unique things in this game. Uh, well, there's some. Well, there's some. Uh, um, you know, there's some items that turn up in this game for the first time that also like do. Um, I mean, that also like show up show up like other games. Um, the side quest system is also kind of the first time, the first time in the series that this kind of shows up. Uh, I mean, like, you know, you could do side quests in past games, but there's a lot more side quests to do in this game. So, and it's very recommended, and certainly recommended and encouraged, uh, encouraged that you do so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, the, the air, the air travel is a bit different also in this game because you have both a, uh, hydro-guided ship and also, like, a wind drake that you also can use. Uh, throughout the game, so it's like two different kinds of like airship, uh, quote unquote, available to you and uh, available to you. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, man, you get to ride like a dragon thing. <laughs> we right. So, um, but so it doesn't I, fly over mountains, which doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it operates the same way like the Black Chocobo in Final Fantasy IV. Or so, but, but, um, you know, you just have to like, get around it. No. So, um, yeah. So I think that's pretty much it as far as the actual like unique traits, uh, tra- the, the um, you know, unique traits of the, um, you know, like this game. Um, we've, uh, we've, we've talked about this before, in, like in the past, George. Um, uh, but uh, this was apparently one of the first games in which the Japanese government asked Square not to release this game during a weekday because, uh, uh, like, weekday because they didn't want kids to, you know, kids to skip school to, you know, go out there and buy it. So. Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, so got it like a, yeah, so again got a Saturday release instead. Um, um, and it sold very well in Japan. Uh, two point four five million units, uh, with two million of those copies selling, uh, selling, uh, selling during, um, uh, selling during its first two months of release. <laughs> yeah, that so. sounds about right. Uh, the game got pretty good ratings in Japan when it first came out. 
Uh, Famitsu uh, gave it 34 out of, out of 40, like there's a game score on it. Wow, um, okay. The, uh, the average, however, game rankings uh, for the Super Nintendo version of the game, uh, uh, which also includes, by the way, this is, uh, um, I don't know if this score includes a PlayStation PlayStation port, which is basically just uh, which is basically, which is basically the Super NES version of the game straight up. Um, so I don't know if the game ranking accurate includes that version or not, but the, but the Super NES ranking of the game is only, um, like, 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 like 66%. Huh. Um, a couple other, um, uh, there were, uh, there were a couple other Western, Western-themed magazines and websites, the websites that went, that, um, went back later years and looked to the, and looked to the, looked at the Super Famicom version of the game. Uh, one up, one up.com, for example, gave it, um, a B, a B minus. Uh, All Game gave it a four out of five stars. Uh, RPG Gamer gave it, uh, uh, was pretty harsh on it. it. Gave it like a five out of ten. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> somebody didn't do the job correctly. <laughs> Fire them. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I actually, do I have anything here talking about why? Oh yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Do you? Yep. I do. Um, okay, cool. Uh, going into the reviews, a, a little, like a bit more one up, uh, uh, one up called one up said the game, while the game story was, while the game story characters that were very weak, uh, the gameplay was amazing. They heavily praised the job system. Uh, and see? It, yep. And it, yep. And the future combined abilities from different job classes. Um, all game pretty much said the same thing. Uh, they also added in praise for the addition of hidden of hidden events and items that they should search for. That was very cool. Um, uh, RPG Gamer was pretty harsh on it, mostly because that they felt the game um, was a very good Final Fantasy game in its own right. But the also game also had um, an average an average sound selection. I, 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 I'm guessing they're talking about the music there. So uh, uh. A, a washed a washed out cover. A washed-out cover, uh, a washed-out cover, uh, a cover system, and oh yeah, this is also true in this game. Also, uh, we have, um, um, I've got, um, I've forgot to mention this earlier. A very high encounter rate. Uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah, high. it does. It's very high this game. <laughs> I think the reason why it's high is because you don't want to spend your time running around for so long and not finding anything because they knew you had to grind. It's also very aggravating though. You, uh, aggravating though, you know. You know, all you want to do is just get to, like you uh, point A to point B, and, and you don't yeah. have any items to be able to. You know, later Final Fantasy games will fix that by giving item the, the, by giving item that can ward ward off enemies for for um you know, like for a while. So. Also, just because their TVs are broken does not mean that they can rate the game lower because of that. Okay, <laughs> washed out colors in my butt. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, I can see that a little bit. The colors. I played this on like a crappy LCD screen, and it yeah. looked good. <laughs> I mean, the graphics. The graphics are very similar, like I said before, to four and six. Um, the colors, I guess, are a little bit a little bit different than the past game. Uh, I guess I can kind of see what they're talking about. I, I don't, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't agree with them, but you know, I think the I think the colors do kind of look a little bit weaker compared to like four and six. Um, mm. So, I mean, I don't. I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe that was just because the, somebody different was doing the art. I'm not sure, but. You know, there could be like numerous reasons like for that. So no idea. Yep. Uh, but anyway, so um, so the big question: Why did uh, a big question? A game this popular in Japan, why didn't it get a U.S. release? Well, there's numerous reasons for that. <laughs> um, Slap me with it. Well, this was this was this is this, this, this is kind of funny about how many times the how many times that Square planned to plan to plan to release this game in the West and didn't for one reason or another. Uh, no, you know, no, you know, uh, no less than like four attempts for uh, attempts were made uh, to port this game wow. like to the West. Um, wow. The original, the, the 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 original project started. The original project project started started, started right after, right after the game came out in Japan. the the plan was the, the plan the plan was for the game to be called Final Fantasy III in Japan. Uh, to go, uh, I'm sorry, in North America to go alongside with Final Fantasy II, aka <laughs> Final Fantasy IV. So. Oh jeez. Um. And like you know, uh, um, uh, and Ted Woosley, who you may know, uh, he translated a, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of Square's games. Uh, he was also he was also hired to work to work on it. Um, however, uh, very shortly after that, the project was canceled. 
Square's Square's official explanation was that, um, uh, like was that like due to the uh, due uh, due to, uh, was that due to its mature tone and higher difficulty and higher difficulty like in the past games, uh, they'd be releasing the game North America instead as a standalone game with a yet to be determined title, rather than part, um, so rather than as part of the Final Fantasy uh, series. So that was like plan two. That plan also very quickly was aborted. Um, uh, Ted himself said in an interview that he, uh, um, you know that Final Fantasy V just uh, Final Fantasy V just, just not uh, um, was just, was just not accessible enough like to the average gamer at the time, which I guess is something to be said about. Um, you know, so I mean, this game is mature compared, um, um, you know, and it does have a, a much it definitely has a it definitely definitely has a definitely has a higher difficulty level, but accessible mm-hmm. enough to the average gamer at the time. Maybe I mean, like you know, role-playing games were the increasing popularity. I mean, usually, but usually, like when it's like, oh, it's RPG, you kind of would be like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like a trap where it's like, oh, it's a simple little platform. Nope, it's super hard. Oh man, like it's like especially like back then, <laughs> like when it's an RPG, you like your mindset's definitely like. Okay, like either you know, you know that you're either like gonna be in for the long haul or you're gonna drop out. So you <laughs> yeah. sh- you should know that you're like if that game's for you or not. Like right. I-, I think that's kind of a silly reason. That's kind of like um, that's kind of like saying now, oh, we re- we decide not to release Dark Souls because it's uh, we think it's too hard for people. <laughs> it's like uh. No, the people who want it will will get it, <laughs> and they know what they're getting into already. Uh, like, don't. That's just that's just a weird reason. Right. Yeah. It really is. Uh, I also, um, I also, I also, I also suspect Square was kind of. Um, I also suspect that Square was also kind of led by the sales of Final Fantasy. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, was that by the sales of Final Fantasy IV in the U.S. The game. The game, the, the game did not sell extremely well. Um, okay, that's a that's a better reason. Yeah, yeah. that's a much better reason. They're not officially saying this. It just kind of like you know, like I mean, my own guess. So right, um, right. So, so the third attempt to port this game was that the um you know uh like was it um there was a project called Final Fantasy Extreme. Uh, and a couple like you know changes to changes like made <laughs> to the game to get it released over here in the West. Final um, Fantasy Extreme. Yes. So and could they have made a worse title? <laughs> and then finally, in the mid '90s, um, the fourth the, the fourth project uh, was one of the like when the computer rights to the game were obtained by a company called Top Dog Software. I never heard of, but I guess they, they were oh. a, a developer. Apparently, they were Top Dog though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, uh, much the same way that you know, Eidos got the rights and ported Final Fantasy VII and VIII to the computers. Uh, this uh, top dog was looking at porting Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy V to Windows, um, but that project also fell through in the end. Um, eventually, eventually in 1998, uh, Eidos Interactive did get the rights to, uh, to to port the game to PC as well, but it's unclear if they were working the same version the top dog was working on, or if it was like a different version. So. So depending upon what the so depending upon the truth is, there either was four or five attempts made at porting the game in the West. So um, wow, we just don't know. Yeah, uh, very very little has been released about that about that Eidos project over the years. So um, so yeah, hence why this game was translated by fans because it's like they're like we're never going to see a release. You know, you know this game came up. Uh, you know, coming over here, screw it. So, <laughs> honestly, you would think at this point, um, they would realize that, uh, well, not not at this point, but like in the future, uh, just like, well, I guess they're doing it now, but like, okay, well, some of these games are fan translated. Let's just grab these games that never went over to the West. And just officially translate them with our mm-hmm. own translations, right? And and throw them out. I mean, right. I, like I said, I I guess they kind of just they're doing that now with, with some games. Like um, wasn't there's a, a like a like a small saga collection on uh, the Switch? Oh yes, that yep. you can yep. buy. Right. Yep. 
what else is there? There's a couple of things. They even, I mean, like, even Sega, like, re-released the original Fantasy Star and even, like, upgraded it to, like, be a little more modern-friendly, which is insane. Right. Um, if you have a, if you have a Switch and you haven't picked up the, the original Fantasy Star remake, like, do it. Uh, mm. I gotta go do that myself, actually. Because <laughs> they, like, they make a map, they literally make a map for you. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but, um, right. Yeah, seriously, it's insane. I. But um, yeah, like Square Enix has like gone back and translated some of their older games and then like brought them to the Western world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice. I guess it's not like exactly a new thing because you have uh, like on the PS2, there's a remake of the first Romancing Saga. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a huge overhaul. Like it's like 3D and adds new stuff and overhauls everything. But still, technically, brought it over to the Western world. Uh, but yeah, it's just uh, kind of crazy. I I guess they would have been able even back then to see that people translated it. But mm-hmm. uh, if yeah, you have sure. people like dedicated enough. Wouldn't you want to like be like, all right, like I get that we didn't want to originally release it over there, but like maybe we should now because people are like, tr- like people translated it and, and and are playing it and and we have a chance to make more money here. I think that's the main reason why Square included the game with Final Fantasy Anthology when it came out here in the West. So right, right, uh, because that was a yeah. To me, that was the first the first time the game got released in the West, and it was the first remake of the game. Um, That's what's so great about the PlayStations that yeah. there's a bunch of Final Fantasy games on it. Yeah, like even the older ones. Which are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they remade the they uh, they redid the first game. They re- I want to say they redid either almost all of them or almost, all of them. Yeah, almost all of them have gotten like remade. Um, I think you know, the um um. You know, at least, um, you know, at least in some like way, shape, or form. So, uh, the place I know, and then, and then I think they re remade the first game again because they released it on, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, the PSP, yep. and I think it's different. Right. And then yep. they remade the second game, yep. that's on the PSP. So, technically, yeah. Final Fantasy V is at three remakes. Like, I thought this first remake on the PlayStation, they didn't really do too much of the game. Uh, like, all they really did was like, they just added on that, I mean, they added on like a full motion video opening. Uh, they yeah, also added, it's still basically a remake if they, you know. Yep. So, yep. So, like, there's a new FMV opening and ending. Uh, there's also that. Uh, there's also the memo save feature, which was improved. That improved save feature, like over the original game. Is that uh, like a, uh, a like a temporary save? Yes. Yep. Deal yep. or whatever. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So, um, unfortunately, this version of the game, like all the other, uh, uh, unfortunately, that unfortunately, unfortunately, this port of the game, like all the other ports, the ports of the game on Final Fantasy Anthology and Final Fantasy Collection, because it's running on a Super NES emulator. Suffers, um, you suffer some pretty bad slowdown. So I mean, not to the point. Really? Yeah, yeah. All four games have slowed down, which is, I mean, I mean, it's not unplayable, but it does kind of hurt a little bit because it takes like you know, four seconds, for example, just to go into the menu screen or whatnot. So, um, but uh, uh, so uh, they also, oh, they also, they also, they also, um, they also name the characters a little bit differently than what the fans had the, the the fans had named them because this version used the used the official romanizations other uh, uh, um you know uh, uh, other names uh for example like for example if the, the, the example the original super NES version the main character was named butts uh b-u-t-z uh whereas the version of the game he's known as barts uh b-a-r-t-z so well when it comes to as far as i understand when it comes to translating japanese Sometimes you have to like make an executive decision on something mm-hmm. because like one like like a name of somebody or or a word for like a few things like it comes up a decent amount especially with names is like well you can either say it this way this way or this way so they have to make a choice and be like well it's this way and and with the main character's name in Final Fantasy V the the first character uh, I know there's like two choices, and uh, when it comes to the translation, they were just like, "Well, we have to make a decision, and we're just going to use that name." Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So 
like what they chose could be totally different as to how Square wanted to right. uh, translate the name. Yep. It's they a tricky also, thing. They also decided in this version of the game uh, to give Ferris, one of the main characters, uh, a Cornish pirate accent, uh, like in how they talk. So, I really hate when they do stuff like that. <laughs> like uh, Dragon Quest in the earlier games when they brought them over here. Oh, yeah. They right. like, added all the old English stuff, and it's like, this was not even in the original game. I hate this so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So the second remake of the game was Final Fantasy V Advance, uh, which is a much more significant upgrade to the game. Um, I heard a lot of people don't like the dialogue in that version. Uh, This is my first time... The translation, I should say. I'm sorry. See, I did play Final Fantasy V on the collection, but because of the slowdown, I really didn't get too far into it. Final Fantasy Mm. V Advance was the first version of the game I really played all the way through. Um, And I thought it was fine. I I mean, it's a very good version of the game. Uh, You know, they added... You know they added they added a lot of stuff like a lot of stuff like this version of the game. Uh, the graphics the graphics got updated slightly. Uh, there are four new um, uh, four new jobs are added: the gladiator, the cannoneer, the necromancer, uh, and the oracle. There was a new dungeon added to the seal temple. Uh, there was also like a um, uh, they also added in like an optional boss. Um, uh, like to the game as well also. The game also featured a, a beastary, um, a beastary, um, you know, like you know, uh, the, uh, the the dictionary of the of the monsters that you face. Yep. yep. Uh, a quick save, a quick save function, a music, a music player, so you can listen to music anytime you wanted to, uh, and um, you know, uh, and also like you know, additional, um, ad- additional equipment, and perhaps last but definitely not least, um, a, a new English, uh, again, a new English, a, a new English translation of the game. So the dialogue, so the dialogue, the dialogue was different. It was different in version of this version of the game, even compared to the English translation that was used in Final Fantasy Anthology. So, um, and yeah, the dialogue, the dialogue, this, the dialogue for this, I thought was fine. I mean, by this point, mid uh, two thousand six, uh, Square was doing a very good job with translating games uh, here in the West and making it really sound great. So, um, you know, I thought the English was just fine uh, on that version of the game. It's a very, very good version of the game. So. Uh, the last, the last, the last remake of the game was the one that came out originally for the uh, cell phones, uh, Android and iOS, in 2013. Uh, that was developed by Matrix Software, like for Square. They overpriced their games. It's insane. They do, yes. So I mean, okay, so legit, I I, I would pay like ten, fifteen dollars for for Final Fantasy, but like they need to realize that it's on the phone. Like that is a that's like charging a hundred dollars for a new game, like a bit like a base version of a new game. Right. It's like you kind of don't do it. Like you have to realize that. Right. Probably well, maybe ten is like the maximum you could do without well, people of, like freaking out. Well, speaking about that, this version of the game, uh, this last version, the 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 cell the cell the the, the, the cell phone version, the cell phone version, was the version that was the version that was the version that later on got the later on got released on uh, on Steam. So, uh, and that is constantly uh, available, and that is constantly available for ten dollars and less. So, I was afraid of the because they do a have lot that, of developers have been doing that now. Um, I played it some. It's a pretty good version of the game. Uh, there's um, uh, the main the main difference is the main difference is this version of the game is the graphics. The graphics were the graphics were once again updated. Um, there's uh, there's uh, there's uh, there's new gameplay features that you can do like move in eight directions. There's also auto battle. So handy. I love auto battle. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, and. Uh, yeah, it also and um and it also um and it also and it also carries over the other improvements that Final Fantasy V Advance had, such as the uh, such as the Steel Temple, the optional the optional boss, the extra the extra jobs, etc. So uh, that version got released on Steam 2015 and still on there currently. So most most Final Fantasy games are available on Steam. Uh, if, yes. you, know, you know, either the original game like a remake of the game in some way, shape, or form. So um, I've not yet bought the remake of Final Fantasy VIII. I do want to. I'm just, just, I uh, didn't either, yeah. but I'm like I have the original version on my yeah. Steam, so right. it's like yeah, kind of just like on the fence of just being like, should I just? buy the newer version I, yeah i plan to i'm just waiting for like a price drop so you know once it goes on sale i'll pick it up so yeah yeah but uh there also was there also was originally originally released back uh, released back 1994 and i didn't know about this um 
there, uh, Square Square also produced a well. Square allowed a original video animation sequel to Final Fantasy V like to be made by a company called uh, Madhouse. Um, uh, it's an anime uh, that was released in four 30-minute VHS tapes in Japan, and it's that 200 years after the game. Uh, oh, weird. So it did come out here in the West. It was localized by a company called Urban Vision, 1998, uh, and was released in two VHS volumes uh, called Final Fantasy: Legend of the Crystals. Um, I don't know if this has gotten a release, and then there. Uh, let me let, let, uh, let, let me look here like, real quick. Um, has this ever gotten another another release since then? Does not look like it. So might be available on YouTube. Not sure, but. Yeah, it looks like the original VHS uh, VHS release is the only time that got really... Okay, yep. Uh, yep, Urban Vision has since, has since lost its distribution license, and therefore the series is not released, is not released, is not released like in any other format, such as DVD, following its initial release. So, that, so that's that. So Right, right. But, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't know about this, no, doing research, uh, uh, research, uh, research, research, research for the game. Sounds interesting. So, I may have to try to... Um, I may have to... So I may have to see if I can like, find it and check it out. So, so anyway, uh, all the remakes are very good. Um, you know, my personal preference, like, is the like, is the, like, like, is the Steam version of the game. Um, but the GBA version of the game is also excellent. Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with that version of the game. If you know, if, like, if you want like a good, soft, portable, portable version of the game to play. Uh, well, all three Final Fantasy Advance games, Final Fantasy four, five, and six, they're all you know, they're all rock solid. Um, you know, they're all like really, really well done upgrades. So, uh, I mean, like the original games. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So, uh, in conclusion, uh, I pretty much have already said most of what I thought about this game. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike the game. There's no Final Fantasy. Um, you know, um, there's no, there's no Final Fantasy game that I dislike. You know, I, you know, you know, I think all of them have this, uh, you know, um, I think all of them are fun, uh, are fun like in some way or shape or form. So, uh, and the job system in this class, uh, the job system in this game, as we've talked before, is excellent. Uh, you know, it, like you know, the gameplay in this game is really rock solid. Uh, the game's fun to play. It's fun to customize your characters. It's fun to, you know, you know, it, you know, it's fun to level up. It's fun to like, explore. But, it, but, but that requires a lot of grinding, a lot of time sinking into it. Um, the game's very difficult. The plots, the plots are weak. The characters are weak. Um, you know, you have to be patient to play this game to enjoy it. I think. I mean, this is not your typical. This is not your typical Final Fantasy game. Like we go in for the music or the story or whatnot. I mean, this game is pretty much like gameplay only. You enjoy like old school style grinding games um, with like you know high difficulty and whatnot. The job system is definitely worthwhile to keep your interest and make this a fun game. They have mitigated some of these problems. Pro problems, problems like some of the remakes, which is another reason I encourage uh, the the later version to be played as part of the original Super NES version of the game. But uh, it's still a slog no matter which version of the game you play. So just know that going into the game, and you can have a lot of fun with it. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, the job system does the job the job, the job system does make it worthwhile to, to slog to, to slog through the game. Other. Um, you know, other weak parts uh, um, excluded. Other people may not feel that way. So, um, what's your over? What's your overall uh, summary? Uh, summary as far as this game, uh, uh, this game, uh, vis vis by itself, and also part of the series, George. I mean, uh, this is definitely not a game you come into for the story. Uh, if you want gameplay, you want like. I pretty deep gameplay i mean deep as in like around the time that this came out mm -hmm. um there are obviously a lot more games that are way deeper than this that are newer but right. uh if you're looking for an older final fantasy and you want something kind of deep i think this is a pretty good choice because there's just so much you can do in terms of the job system and whatnot right. it is a difficult game so if you're also looking for a challenge um, that's something. If you like grinding, I guess it's, it's your type of game. Um, yes. This is definitely nowhere near the best Final Fantasy game, but it is still a very good game. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I had my choice of any Final Fantasy game to play, I don't think this would be at the top, but it is still a game that I have enjoyed, and I would like to try to see to the end of it, but... Uh, mm. Who knows what's gonna happen? It's probably gonna be one of those games that 
I forget about, and then I don't play for like two years, and then, oh man, I don't know what's going on now, and gotta figure <laughs> out, and... Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of those games. <laughs> True. Definitely for sure. Yep. Uh, for me, at least. Like, my ranking... Five my ranking, uh, ranking this game compared to the, you know, like the original, you know, you know, for me, if you rank the the, the, the original, the original ten, the first ten Final Fantasy games, this game would be, so this game might be like number seven for me, like that list. So, I mean, low down, but not bottom of the list. There. There are a lot of like bugs, glitches, uh, glitches, etc., etc., like in this game. Some of these, some of these carry over to later versions of the game. Some don't. Um, there's the there's the 255 item duplication glitch that you can use to get 255 like many item. Um, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, there's also uh, there's also glitch that, there's also glitch that allows you to be able to warp to the ancient library like anytime that you want to. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Did yep. not know that. <laughs> you can also uh, do you remember what the carbuncle is, uh, George? It's that like the um, you know, it's that like little like you know that little uh, you know that little way um that little um that little Kind of dwarfish guy, like the, the you know, like the knife and the lamp. Uh, who okay. always shows up in Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he always shows up. He always shows up in Final Fantasy games as like a, um, as, as an optional, as an optional enemy, because you have to kill him in X amount of time before he kills all the party uh, uh, right. instantly. So right. uh, there's a, uh, there's a way to be able to kill him like one hit in this game, uh, thanks to a bug. So oh, great. Um, there's also the there's also the kiss of blessing mix bug, which is like um. Uh, uh, which has to deal with like getting a bunch of kiss of blessings, which are made by maidens' kisses and holy waters. So, uh, there's a vampire. There's a vampire healing glitch. The blue mage. The, the blue mage can learn a spell called vampire, which is essentially a drain spell. You can use it on yourself though to yourself though to instantly heal yourself to uh like the full HP. Um. There's also the the brave sword. There's also a brave sword bug getting free potions in World Two. Uh, learn your game stats. There's an alternate tycoon castle scene, and there's also a way to be able to do. Uh, there's also a way to be able to beat one of the bosses easily. So, you know, quite a lot of bugs for like a role-playing game. Yeah, what's up with that? Probably did not get play tested very well. <laughs> uh, like no idea, yeah. dude. Yeah. No so. Idea. But uh, yeah, the later the later versions of the game, by the way, have scored very highly. The GBA aggregate um, aggregate uh, uh, um, uh, uh, game score is eighty is is eighty three percent. The iOS slash Steam version uh, version is like is eighty five percent. So uh, hmm. those versions the, those those versions of the game have scored do have scored like have scored very well. So uh, pricing. Pricing depends upon what version of the game that you want and where you want it from. <laughs> uh, this gets a bit messy. <laughs> uh, first of all, I, first of all, as you might expect, the game that sold this, uh, um, uh, uh, this many copies. The Super, the Super, Super Famicom version of the game is wicked easy to find on eBay. There's like 100, there's like 100, 115 copies were currently listed, listed for sale when I was checking this recently. 37 copies of this game like currently um, uh, like sold, uh, so, um, uh, sold recently. So, if you want the cart, the cart by itself, the original, the original Japanese Super Famicom cart uh, only, that's pretty cheap. Um, if you want to get it from a North American seller, those have sold anywhere from seventy to uh, uh, seventy-eight dollars. Um, you know, all these prices that include shipping. If you're willing to wait for it to come from Japan, uh, you can get it for as low as three dollars. Wow. Okay. So, um, if you want to have a CIB uh, version of the game, uh, again from Japan only, uh, those are thirty anywhere from seven to sixteen dollars. So pretty cheap. Hmm. I think I bought mine for like ten or fifteen. I I actually own a cartridge of this. Oh, cool. cool. Okay. All right. Um, I think I bought it for like ten to fifteen bucks. Some people also. Um, you know, some people also uh, also are making for uh, some people also are offering a translated to translated version a translated cart version of the available, uh, which is basically kind of like what the game might look like if it got an official North American release. Um, it just has the translated the fan translated uh, Super Famicom version stuck onto like a, a North American style cart uh, with a like a, the, you know like a, like a, like the Final Fantasy V um, uh, artwork on it. Uh, the cart's available for nineteen dollars. Um, like an eBay. Uh, there's also a version. There's also a version that available, like available, like a box, uh, a box for it as well. Uh, no manual, but 
Um, and this is much more expensive only because of the fact that the box, I'm sure, requires a lot more work um, and whatnot. So the translated carton box uh, box combo is over sixty. Uh, is over it's over sixty sixty dollars. Oh, that's okay. So. So yeah, uh, you want, so, so, so yeah, the game the game by itself is pretty cheap. So and if you have a device like a uh, you know retcon or what or whatnot, uh, we can like you know apply the uh, apply the uh, apply the patch. Then you can play the game either Japanese original Japanese version or translating or, or translated English version. So. So yeah, and like I said before, the, um, the, um, you know the games, you know the game on Steam is ten dollars usually, and like you know the, the bit the, the sale the sale the sale price of it is pretty cheap. Uh, like when the game goes on sale, which does a lot. Uh, the GBA version of the game is a little, like like it's a bit more expensive, but only because they kind of you know like um, you know like most role playing games, it's kind of held its value like pretty well. So um, I forgot to look to see if this game is still available on phones. Uh, by now. Uh, by now, both the iOS and uh, Android versions may have been delisted since it came out originally back in 2013. I'm checking that right now. So, it's here for $15. It's still there, huh? Yep. Well, if it's on Android for that price, it's probably on iOS. I'm uh, um, still like the same price. So. Final Fantasy VI is $15. Final Fantasy VII is uh, $16. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they made a specific phone version for that. Mm. Uh, Final Fantasy IV is 15. Final Fantasy Tactics, War of the, was it War of the Lions or whatever? Is yes, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy II is 8. The original Final Fantasy is 8. Uh, Final Fantasy IX is $21. I forgot they made a phone version of that. Okay. Yeah, Final Fantasy IV, the After Years, is 15. Uh, Final Fantasy III is 15. Yep, like I said, high prices. What is Final Fantasy Dimensions 2? Oh, that's a newer game, I think. Yep, yep, yeah. I think that's a fighting game. Uh, I think so. And if you want to hear about Dragon Quest... <laughs> <laughs> More uh, the same, those, right? A lot of those are $15, too. <laughs> yeah, I expected yep. it. I, yep, I, I, yep, I, I expected it as such, but... Yeah, it's like... Square, yes, yes. Square just has a fixation with that price. They example, remade like, Final, uh, not Final Fan, uh, Dragon Quest Eight mm, for phones. Okay, I did did not know that. Yeah, I think I'll just stick to playing it on my PS2. Yeah, fifteen bucks seems to be the yeah fifteen dollars seems to be the seems to be the sweet the sweet spot price point for them because like you know when I bought uh, Arkanoid versus Arkanoid versus, versus Space Invaders, it's not very that, sweet spot. It's kind of expensive for a. Uh, 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 an app. Well, yeah, I know exactly. I, exactly. I was just gonna say, Arkner Arkner versus versus Space Invaders. Invaders is fifteen bucks too. So, I mean, uh, I'd still, I'd honestly still consider like buying some of those games, but yeah, I'm crazy. Well, originally, well, originally, Square was looking at both the, at both the DS and the 3DS, uh, like, uh, um, uh, 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 to remake the game on, but they eventually decided uh, that gives them no right to overcharge for a phone app. But they eventually decided in the end to make the phone version. The, the, how phone many phone instead, apps, so. like, like, how many phone games can you buy for five to ten dollars that have just around the same amount of content as a Final Fantasy game? Oh, quite a lot, exactly. Sure. Some of them so, are. Some of them might even be less than five dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of just like I, I don't gonna, know. It's, yeah. it's almost like a bragging. There's like, oh, I spent fifteen dollars on Final Fantasy Four on my phone. <laughs> it's like, dude, I, I, are you trying to sound cool? You just sound weird. <laughs> Honestly, you could just like emulate that. Like, I get that they like optimized it for phones, but like, go. Google Play Store is like littered with emulators. You can just mm -hmm. download an emulator, download the ROM, and then play it on your phone anyway. Right. It's, I don't know. It's kind of silly. I mean, again, I'd still like, I would buy some of these games anyway because I'm crazy, but <laughs> it's just a weird concept. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but, oh, I forgot to mention also, uh, I did check. Uh, the, the the Final Fantasy the Final Fantasy collection 
uh, is still, well, how can I say this? The Final Fantasy Collection games are available still on the PlayStation Store. I mean, it's not the collection per se, it's just kind of like, you know, Final Fantasy like 5 and 6, the, the, the version of the games that they used in that collection back in the day. Um, no. So those are still for sale uh, in North America and Europe. I just checked recently, it's still on there. Those are, um, uh, you know, those are like 10 bucks. So, you know, at least those are a bit cheaper. That's not so, too bad. So I already you know, have some of those. I yeah. even have some of the physical copies of some of those. Yep, same here. So, but yeah. so there are still numerous ways to play Final Fantasy. Uh, so, like you know, there are still numerous ways to play Final Fantasy Five. The Five these days, uh, as as is true, uh, you know, as is true with most Final Fantasy games. I mean, there's a couple, you know, there's a couple that are only, the, you know, there's a couple that are only available on one platform. But that's kind of like you know, like few and far between. You I know, just usually, real, I just completely re- remembered for so, for some reason I completely forgot that uh, the PS3 plays uh, original PlayStation discs. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I could actually yeah. like play these games legitimately and not have to worry about like <laughs> plugging in a PlayStation. Right. That's weird. Right. So <laughs> it's I mean it's almost it's almost 2020 like. I, like, I guess it makes sense that I completely forgot about playing original PlayStation games on my PS3. Hmm. Right. But, yeah, interesting. So, but, uh, oh yeah, and of course, the music of the music is also, but the music of this game has also been released numerous times over the years, too. It's part of, like, different, like, you know, like, CD collections and whatnot. So, you know, um, uh, like, so again, yeah, again, you can, so, so again, playing the music of this game numerous ways if you want to. But, uh, so I think that's pretty much everything we can talk about to like this game. Um, next time we're going to be doing a special. We're going to be talking about next time uh, on SNES podcast. Yes. Uh, a special, a special end of the year, a special end of the year thing. We, we usually, we usually, we usually try to do something, something a little bit light, light, hard and different to finish up the year. Uh, this time we decided to, this time we decided it might be fun if, uh, there were a lot of games that we covered before George joined the podcast as a co-host. We figured maybe it'd be fun to give George a chance to go back to some of those games and uh, bring them to the table and have a chance to talk about them. You know, as if we were, um, you know, as if we were covering the game. Well, not not in depth coverage, but just you know, uh, um, you know, chance to be able to talk about the game as if you you know as you were covering them now. Um, you know, like you're, uh, you as a current host. So we're going to be talking about those games uh, that those games like the next episode. Uh, our next regular game episode will be after the new year. Uh, that is, a, um, you know, that is a, you know, that would be a pick from George, who's not, who hasn't, who hasn't, who hasn't yet decided what he wants to play. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll, we will announce that in the special episode. Uh, um, what that game is going to be. So uh, if you enjoy the podcast, I do. Yeah, have any questions, comments, suggestions, <laughs> etc. Uh, feel free to leave me there. Feel free to please either join and post them in our Facebook group. Uh, or you also can send me an email directly to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, we also we also have, we also have a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the SNES podcast where you can for a little dollar a month you can get some cool cool perks such as being mentioned at the end of the, mentioned mentioned like the end of every episode as I'm doing right now with Corey and David. Thank you again again guys. Uh, early access to the episodes uh, or the ability to be able to dictate um, what what game you want us to to play next you know make either like me or george suffer or both of us so um yeah uh for the next year we already have i mean we already have a list planned out for a few months we will have uh, we will have some guest hosts we will have some fun episodes we will have some we will have some games i'm sure that george will probably hate uh so it'll be i hate all of them (laughs) so like it'll be a fun time stay tuned so george how can listeners contact you at the show client uh, if you're interested, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at underscore derpkin underscore. That is at underscore D E R P K I T T E N underscore. And well, that's about it. Alrighty. So um, once again, thank you very much for uh, thank you very much for giving us a small part of your day. Uh, we very much appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, we will get around to Kevin Final Fantasy VI at some point uh, at this point of this podcast. Uh, this podcast too, I'm sure, because that's the last that's the last Super Famicom Final Fantasy game we haven't covered yet. Ooh! So stay tuned. I'm on the edge of my seat. 
Uh, take care, everybody. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep power.